Hello and welcome back to A to Z. My name is Zhao. And I'm Amanda. So today we're going to talk about the importance of friendships and relationships and how they affect you while you grow as a person. This episode, I'm going to leave it to Amanda to lead the discussion. So off it goes. Thank you. Yeah, I, I just really wanted to talk about this topic for some reason, just in the form of reflection and, you know, in the spirit of the new year, like you kind of just reflect on how people have impacted you in life and, and how you're moving through life with people close to you or near, you know, near or far, especially in this climate. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I really, I, I'm passionate about relationships and, and people and so I think it's it's a great topic. So it's a new year and it's 2021. So what does friendship mean to you? Friendship to me is very deep, like as especially as somebody who is extroverted and I'm a feeler and I'm somebody who really cares for the people um, around me. Like I, I really invest in people. So I think friendship, it's something that you need regardless of who you are, I think. I think everyone needs a friend um, and friendship means that you are not alone and you have somebody to journey through life with, somebody who inspires you, somebody you can get inspired by and grow with. So, oh, but there's just so much more and I love that we can dive even further into this. Mm -hmm. um, do, you, do you have a reflection on what friendship means to you? Yeah, I think it, like you said, friendship comes in so many different shapes and forms. And for me, friendship is about connection and about people. So it's about what they mean to me in my life, how they've influenced me and how I've interacted with them. It's hard to have a definition for friendship. For me, it means spending quality time with other people and really being able to talk to them and just be myself. I think it's important to have authenticity in your friendships and be able to be comfortable with the real you when you're with your friends. Mm, yeah, I like that. I think it's people that you are happy with. You know, you you share in, in emotions that are very deep um, and you are allowed to express yourself with these people without judgment. Um, I guess that's what makes a good friend because we all know we have not so great friends um, around us. And so I kind of wanted to also reflect on the characteristics of what makes us good friends. So like you said, friendship is really complex and it comes in so many shapes and forms. What are some of the types of friendships that you had in your life and how have they impacted you? Mm, yeah, it's true that there's different types of friends. Um, and I like that when you mentioned quality time, you appreciate quality time with friends because that's a love language. And we experience um, a lot of emotions in friendships and we share in them like love. And, and so if you like quality time, you might have friends that you like spending time with, or you might have friends that you enjoy um, just chilling and doing nothing with, like it's, you know, or you just like talking to them. That's like, you know, words of affirmation. Maybe you guys help each other out and grow in that way. Um, so I think the different type of types of friendships exist um, in everyone's life. Like you have your coworkers too that become friends and, and you um, support each other in one area. And then you have your family that can be friends too right like my brother is my bestest friend so that's a tip like that's a friendship that i think is so deep rooted that it, I, I just don't see it ever being shaken by anything and but yet i have friends that i think you know may not last into the next season of my life it's sad to say but it's like you can kind of gauge and so i, I, I do agree that there's different types of friendships mm -hmm. how about yeah. you 
Totally. And you mentioned a really good point about how families are friends too. Your partner, your love interest can also be a friend and your coworkers can also be friends as well. It's about how we attach different types of friendships onto an already established relationship. Sometimes a friend is just a friend, but you can have acquaintances who are friends. You can have families who are friends. And those are all different types of relationships and connections. Like you said, your brother will probably be there for the rest of your life because it's rooted in family. It's rooted in friendship, whereas some people come and go. And that's okay, too. I think friendship comes in many forms because friendship is not exclusive. It adds on different types of layers when you interact with different types of people. Yeah, isn't it so interesting though? Like I just these relationships in life are so cool. Like you can just dive into every single friendship you've had and like you get to see maybe what went wrong or what went right, like what makes it what makes it a good friendship. You know what I mean? So, it's good to think about because sometimes friends can have a negative impact on you as well. Um and so you know, we get to choose our friends. I believe we get to choose our friends. So what makes a good friend to you? What makes your friends around you good friends? So for me, it's really about spending quality time with my friends and being comfortable and feeling like I gained something out of it. I think many times when you meet people who are similar, you might not always feel like you're getting a lot out of that relationship. And it doesn't have to be monetary or it doesn't even have to feel like it's transactional. It's much more about how you feel after there's some friends who I interact with, and this sounds sometimes bad to say, but you come out exhausted afterwards. Like you've been through a lot and you come out more drained than you've come out energized. And I'm not extroverted, but I am much more of an ambivert. So for me, I enjoy my quality time with other people and my quality time alone. When I want to interact with people, it's really important for me to feel like I feel a connection to them and that I can interact and be authentic and gain something out of it. I think good friendships really do that. It makes me reflect on myself and it helps me grow as a person as well because it introduces new perspectives. I don't always like to have people who are like-minded around me. Like we come from very different backgrounds and we can get on this later in another podcast. Yeah. But we have different views on a lot of things as well. It's much more about what I can learn from an individual and that's how I learn and grow as an individual as well. Yeah, I like when you the when you mentioned um, it gets you to self reflect as well because for me to answer this question it's really what makes me a good friend like if I want a good friendship I'm I'm the second part in that friendship like what makes me a good mm-hmm. friend too um, and so I think about that and I think about trust I think it's a trustworthy person you need to be in order to have and maintain a friendship um, it's honest you know it's an honest friendship you guys can take a look at each other and say, I think you should grow in this area. Or like, I think what you did there was not right. And, and it's coming out of a place of love. So I think you need to be in order to maintain a good friendship. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to be, um, open and, and, and grow with the person. Yeah. It's all about growth. I think at the end of the day. Um, yeah. So honest, trustworthy, um, loyal, kind, patient, like all the things that you should be anyway in order to um, be the best version of yourself in that friendship and, and same goes for them and so I think it gets really tricky though because you know we're all imperfect like we we suck sometimes as humans in our relationships we don't know how to navigate certain things or circumstances where we drop the ball when someone our one of our friends is having a bad time or hard time we, we don't really know how to react so for them 
you know, they can beg the question, like, when do I step away from this friendship? If, you know, if I'm doing a bad job at being their friend, what, you know, they do have the right to step away. So when do you step away from a friendship? Hmm. I think for me, there comes a lot of instances where you feel like you're no longer comfortable in a relationship and that can come in many ways. Sometimes it's just feeling exhausted after interaction. So if that happens, then it's more like you feel like you're no longer as invested in that relationship because you feel like neither of you are gaining a lot out of that. And sometimes it's okay to not interact as much. Other times I think it's about distance and letting go because neither of you might be in proximity with each other. But other times it can be toxic and you feel like they're not only draining, but it, they actually create emotional harm in your life. And I think that's the time where you kind of have to let go. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, it's like the we, we don't want to give in to the cancel culture. You know, I hate that. Like when, oh, my gosh, a friend wrongs me, okay, cancel them. Like that's mm -hmm. it. That's not I don't think that's healthy. I don't think that grows you or challenges you in any way. I think that's very selfish and um, self-seeking. So I think it takes a lot of like discernment, a lot of time to think about when you need to um, either walk away from a friend or um, confront them maybe about something. I don't think it's necessarily um, wrong for you to have those issues in friendships um, as long as you're willing to either work on them or decide both parties that you're just not right as friends right now. And yeah, I, I mean, in my own life, I know distance has been a huge deal, huge factor in um, friendship because I've moved around like more than more times than I can count at this point. So, you know, making long-term friendships has been like super hard for me. Like, I don't know if I can stick it out with somebody for that long. Cause I'm like, okay, well I'm going to move again. Or like, when's the next time I have to be away from this community? Like, and it's quite like, if you, if you get comfortable with that, um, it can either be good or bad. And so, um, and it's, it sucks for the other person because maybe they're used to long-term friendships and you're just, you know. So why is it for you that it's difficult to maintain a friendship when it's more long distance? Or do you feel like it's harder to maintain a friendship once you're no longer in that community? Yeah, I think it's the sense of the future that overwhelms me a little bit. Like, how long do I have to maintain this long distance for? Because it's hard, you know? Mm -hmm. It sucks. Like, it's like, I tend to think about it in the future more than staying present. Mm. And even the past can impact my decisions on these friends because I'll think about, you know, how many times I've been hurt by this person or whatever. And I'll be like, okay, well, then it's just time to like move on. Or I'll think about, oh my God, all the good times. And so it's like, no, I'll keep them. Like, mm -hmm. so I don't know. Yeah. So like you mentioned your brother and you feel like he's always going to be a constant in your life because he's your family, but he's also your best friend. Mm. Do you feel like you can always count on that friendship even if you're on the other side of the world? Yeah, I think the only reason I can is because he's been the only consistent thing, person that's been in my life um, since birth. Like he's moved around, I've moved around, but we've moved around together for the majority of our lives. Like we've been siblings. So up until 18 at least, like it was us, and, you know, us against the world. Yeah, so with other friends who aren't your brother, how do you feel like you can extend that kind of security or that kind of 
feeling that you can just maintain a friendship with other people, even mm. with distance? That's a good question. Wow, this is a great conversation. I feel like I'm in therapy. Um, <laughs> I think it's to not focus on the fear of the future. Yeah, and just enjoying what is and trying to reminisce on all the good, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I asked that because... You know, we we talked about our past friendships and even people who we met the past year who you're still in contact with, who aren't currently living with us, but you're still in some way connected either through giving them gifts or meeting them through Zoom or other types of online formats. How do you feel like this year has shaped your ability to maintain long-distance friendships and how has it shaped your perception of friendship differently? Oh my gosh, what a great question. <gasps> Wow, I think this year was exceptional for friendships and relationships. Let me tell you. I think you can you sort of were able to tell who you wanted to make an effort for um and who made an effort for you, right? Like a lot of the friends that I started out the year with, I didn't really end the year with. Mm. I mean, uh, especially, you know, with COVID, I'm sure everybody's lost a couple of friends this year or, you know, strained relationships or whatnot. And so I think you learn about yourself. I learned that maybe being with people in proximity physically is important to me to maintain friendship. Mm-hmm. It gives me a lot to reflect on, actually. Yeah. I asked also because we talked about our love languages, and I know that one of your love languages is also physical touch. Heck yeah. So <laughs> do you feel like that plays a part into how you feel like a close proximity a is important? Yeah, 100%. I think that's why I tend to like get attached to people Um, that are near me in the seasons I'm in, like whether I'm living in Toronto, like I'm closest to those friends at the Mm -hmm. time because obviously like I I can give them hugs and see them. And, you know, I think that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I really love how you highlighted the importance of making effort because a friendship isn't something to be taken for granted. You understand and you recognize when someone makes an effort to maintain Mm -hmm. a friendship. And I think in terms of reciprocity, you reciprocate by also making effort in return. Mm. And I really love how it takes effort from both sides of the party, right? That's right. So we talked about maintaining friendships. And we also recognize that we lose a lot of friendships throughout the year and even throughout our lives. So what are some of the friendships that you've lost throughout your life? And why have you decided to let go of some? And Mm. why do you think that some of them have maybe dissipated with time? I think when you have a base, foundation for what friendship means to you when you've defined it and someone continues to cross the line for what your definition of friendship is I think that's when you're like you know what I it's not my mental health doesn't need this you know I think when you've been mistreated or taken advantage of maybe sometimes it's easier to let go of someone because the pain reminds you that you actually don't want this person around. So yeah, I've, I've lost a lot of friends over the years and I think it's very traumatic actually when you lose a friend. It's mm-hmm. not fun. It's not something that you can just get over. I think we build relationships as people and, and, and it's connecting our, you know, I like to think that we, we have bonds with people and, and when you either break something abruptly or over time, it's still sad. It's not like a okay, I'm good. You, you hurt me. I'm good. Like, I'm going to just fix myself up and keep walking. Like, no, I think I dwell and like heal and all of that, but I still lost that person. And, um, and it's usually because I feel either mistreated or misused in that friendship. Mm. So 
Yeah. Wow. It's not cancel culture, though. I promise it's not cancel culture. <laughs> no, I totally understand that. I feel like for me, I often dwell on lost friendships as well. Mm -hmm. And it's something I think about at night. And sometimes there's this self-cycle of self-doubt and self-blame mm. where I feel like it's my fault. Yes. As if I haven't put enough effort into it and that's why I lost the friendship. Yeah. Or sometimes you can feel that the other side doesn't want to be friends anymore mm. and you feel like it's your fault too. Mm. Maybe you didn't put enough effort into it. Maybe you were a bad friend. Maybe I wasn't there for them when they needed me most. And those thoughts dwell on me and it creates a cycle of self-doubt and self-hatred mm. so that's such know. a good point mm -hmm. yeah especially because when you know yourself and you know that you love quality time with friends and whatnot did you not do enough to to make maintain that quality time with that person you know mm -hmm. yeah i guess for me there are certain instances when i think of a friendship and I regret that we're no longer in touch because I recognize how there's so much potential in that friendship and how we've both gained a lot, but mm -hmm. that we also hurt each other mm. in many different ways. And I wish that I could somehow have a time machine and turn back time because now I understand the actions and some of the words I've said that might have caused mm. more harm. And I understand how to also recognize their words that might have also caused harm in return. It's come to a point in my life where I understand that I can only take the life lessons I've learned and hopefully integrate that into my new friendships and mm. recognize that yeah. these are the mistakes I made prior and maybe I can't rebuild that connection anymore with that previous friend, but I can take these lessons and build on them and become a brighter friend for my current friends. Mm, yeah, it's all about like growth, you know? Yeah, like maybe a, a broken friendship just means that you get better at friendship later down the line and you can maintain a better long-term one. So that's a really good, uh, good reflection. Um, do you think that like the media, by the way, like influences us at all when it comes to friends? Like, because I know for myself, I'm like, I see, you know, the show Friends and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why can't I have a group of friends like that? Or like, why can't I have long-term friends like Ross and, and Chandler or whatever, you know? Or yeah, Monica and Rachel, like, you know? So, do you think that, that we're very influenced by that? And it, it kind of, our expectations are, we're disappointed. Like we're disappointed when our friends or our friendships aren't reflected as yeah. how it is depicted in the media. Don't meet our expectations, yeah. Mm, I think it comes down to how you understand your friends and if you are someone who likes to compare sometimes the reason why you have questions about why aren't my friendships like that is because you oftentimes compare your friendships with the friendship shown in the media mm. and comparison is oftentimes what perpetuates and leads to self-doubt because nothing is idealized in our real lives, but it's idealized and romanticized in TV shows mm. and in movies and in social media because you're getting a snapshot. You're getting something very curated out of right. that experience. Mm. It's made to be idolized because why else would you watch it? If it was a terrible friendship and you feel like it was awful, why would you want to go and see a sitcom about friends and feel like it helps your day and makes it better? It's more about understanding at what point can you take things that you admire about that relationship that you see in social media and potentially incorporate it 
uh, what time do you understand that it's unrealistic mm. and that you shouldn't compare your friendships because your friendship is not artificialized. It's not a way for someone to monetize it mm. as oftentimes in social media. Friendships are difficult and it's complex and it creates as much harm as it creates good at times too. And all of us have gone through ebbs and flows in which we feel like we have either harmed a friend or we have gained a lot from our friend. Right. But they're not capitalized for enjoyment for other people. Mm. It's not shown that way. If you were to show and depict your friendship on social media, you would show the good aspects, right? Oftentimes, no one wants to show a fight that you had with a friend mm -hmm. on social media. Yeah. Or even in, let's say, the show Friends. All of them oftentimes have conflicts resolved right yeah and that like satisfying that. perfect ending mm. and it's just not like that in real life yeah you're right i think friendships are raw and real and messy um i think friendships they're they're channels where you can input love like you know you you like your friend close to you is where you can show them love and it's messy it's not like yeah you're right it's not curated and you can't curate it or else it just doesn't feel as as deep or as meaningful so what about you how is the aspect of seeing friendship in the media and in social media mm. affected your perception of friendship i think when you compare not even to just like shows and stuff just your own friends on social media i think it's very very dangerous when you um you're seeing people live out their lives you know those group of friends that are such goals you know on tiktok there's so many of that that you know and it's just not a fun feeling you just have to you have to admire um your own definition of friendship you have to make the effort to just pour into what you have around you without comparing it and what feels right like and and if you're met by someone who calls you out on being a bad friend or whatnot um i think you have to work on that regardless of what's going on on social you know other other friendships like yeah you're basically the main character of your life, I think. And so it's very dangerous to, to try to s compare it to somebody else's when you only see the highlights. Of yeah, them, exactly. Right? It's really about appreciating our friendships, right? What really grounds me oftentimes is understanding and appreciating how friends have given me so much. And it's not really about comparing my friendship with other people. It's understanding the uniqueness and the gift that they have given me. Mm. And I really appreciate that because I have constants in my life. I don't really have a sibling, but I do have friends who I've known from since I was young. And we were able to reconnect and still have that s this really strong friendship mm. even right now. So as we grow and mature, do you think it's easier to make new friends or is it harder to build new connections? Yeah, it's definitely harder. Um, I would say, I think a lot of adults agree that it's very hard to make friends once you're out of school. Like you're no longer in, in a place where everyone has the same goals or the same mission, the same vibes. Like it's way harder. Like you meet somebody at the grocery store and you're just kind of like, oh, okay, like hey, bye. Like, you know, you just go on with your life because you know they have a, def a life too going on and whatever. So I think it's, it's very much so harder. Um, Maybe if you're a parent, it's less hard because you have other parent friends and whatever, like your kids connect you more. Um, but it's definitely socializing is just just very different as an adult. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I totally agree with that because like you said, sometimes you have colleagues or people you meet, but they become 
more like acquaintances mm-hmm. than true friends who you see on the regular mm-hmm. or someone who you connect with really deeply. Yeah. Or even if you meet someone who you feel like you connect with really deeply, I feel like as an adult, sometimes I'm now more hesitant to right. reach out to them and be as vulnerable. You think it's because you've been hurt? I don't know. You've had think more time to get hurt? <laughs> is it because I've had more time to get hurt? Hmm. Actually, no. I think how I've been hurt in friendships have stabilized me and grounded me mm. because I now recognize what I can look out for. Because like you said, sometimes when I've been hurt, it's because they were a toxic friend. Other times it's because it's both of our faults. Mm. And sometimes it's something that you just have to step away from. Out of your control, yeah. Yeah, and other times it's recognizing that mistake. Mm. But I feel like as a kid, it was so much easier to be vulnerable rather than being scared of being hurt right now. I think I'm more scared of being vulnerable as a person. Whereas as a kid, I was much more courageous about that. Mm. I felt like it was much easier to be friends with someone. And I don't know if that's just because adulting has taught me to be a bit more jaded or something it has the potential to do that (laughs) new connections are scary because there's a there's an unknown to it you're sort of like "Mm, like is this gonna end up like the same as that relationship whatever even in like you know relationships not just friendships it's just it's harder um to invest or put yourself out there because you're afraid i mean maybe i'm I'm speaking for myself here for sure because um, throughout, you know, I talked about this earlier about moving around and stuff. It's like you just have this in you where you're like, okay, well, when is this going to end? When's the good time going to end? Because I just think that it's, you know, it's it's going to come. And so, yeah, I think I think it's much harder to get yourself out of that mindset as an adult if you've experienced so much growing up. Yeah. So what are some of the life lessons that you've taken away from relationships and friendships Mm. in 2020 that you feel like has built you and has helped you get out of that kind of cycle of fear surrounding friendship? 2020, I think, showed me that distance doesn't have to be the end um, to friendships. I think a lot of what I realized was people will surprise you. Um, the amount of people that showed me love, like on my birthday, even in the middle of a pandemic, people who remembered and um, just things like that grew me um, into think, you know, realizing that it's not so bad to maintain friendships long term, even through the distance. Um, and it shows me who I even wanted to have around in the first place, like who was adding value to my life, who was making me a better person, because um, you want more of that. You want more of the happy friend. You want more of the person that reminds you of your strengths um, or who points out your weaknesses and doesn't judge you for them, kind of helps you out. So I think you realize a lot when you're faced with huge circumstances like a pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah. What about you? Mm-hmm. I think there's so much gratitude that I have towards friends this year mm. and so much that I'm thankful for, for having these connections. Even you guys. Yeah. Like Amanda and our mutual friends, just everyone in our small community mm. who I've built meaningful friendships and connections with. I'm so thankful for it because oftentimes I can get into cycles of self-doubt and mm. it's a friend who pulls me out of it because they care enough to show me that kind of kindness that I don't 
afford for myself. Yeah. They remind you to be a friend to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <is> <laughs> it's like, I want to be a great friend for other people, but sometimes Ooh. you have to be a great friend for yourself. You yes. have to treat yourself as kindly as you treat your other people yeah. around your life. So I have so much to be thankful for in terms of building those meaningful connections. And I felt like I've grown so much as an individual by being comfortable around myself and really understanding that life can slow down and it doesn't have to move at such a fast pace. Mm. And oftentimes by slowing down, you really get to appreciate the people in your life and you get to really appreciate the things that you have in your life. Mm. I think prior to 2020, I was always a go, go, go person. It's like there's not enough hours in a day. Mm. It's like 24 seven, it's on the grind. And now I understand that there's so much value to taking time and slowing down and i don't think i could have realized that without all the friends and the people around me and Mm. it's through that relationship that i felt like i have been able to grow as a person and center myself in a way that i am now much more comfortable and at ease with my life and i no longer have as much anxiety surrounding so many different things Mm, yes oh get you more friends that relieve your anxiety i mm-hmm. mean also like see therapy but you know <laughs> having good friends around you is pretty great when you're going through some stuff mm-hmm. um and i'm yeah i ditto like that is just exactly it like i'm just so thankful the amount of people i have written in my gratitude journal like the names in my gratitude journal this year like more than i've ever written because it's just it really shows who you love and who loves you when you're in a time like this and i'm just yeah i'm so grateful for our circle too and like you just you you think when you think back to your life you think about the people and not the places really or or the or the jobs or whatever it's it's the people who make it what it is and so it's that's why it's so important to surround yourself with good friends and and be a friend to yourself too and going forward this year what what do we want to see in friendships though like what how do we maintain um, after what we've learned this year, um, mm-hmm. good friendships. What do you feel like you want to bring into 2021 mm. from all the life lessons you've learned about friendships and relationships? Yeah, what do you want to, yeah. What mm-hmm. does that look in relationships now? For me personally, I am now much more appreciative of all of the friendships that I have. And because of that appreciation, I now am able to invest more time into friendships. And mm. I realized that quality time was always something really important to me, but also because I felt like time was so valuable. Oftentimes, instead of spending quality time with someone, I would feel like I needed to do work or some kind of other yeah. thing that was more quote unquote productive. Mm. And I feel like in 2021, as much as I'll still probably try and be a productive person, <laughs> I'm going to take so much more time to carefully plan out spaces Mm. in my life where I can take the time to just breathe, appreciate and relax with friends and build those meaningful connections, allow them to influence me and to see new perspectives Mm. from new friends and to grow as a person. Mm. What about you? I think I want to prioritize people in a healthy way. You know, I think it's very easy for us to get into friendships and want to help someone get better whatever like you see something there their potential and you want to just invest like all you have but it's really prioritizing people in a healthy way that empowers them and not not doesn't exceed your limits to be there so I think I've struggled with that a lot where um, I would sort of be too present 
I think I can't wait to carve out uh, time just to reflect on the need for certain friendships to continue or not and and just being honest with myself and strong and trusting my gut uh in, in terms of who I, I need around me and yeah not feeling afraid of letting go if I have to you know um yeah the other day I went on a walk with a friend and it was just like oh man I was about to not go because I was just like oh I just rather curl up in a ball and sleep like but I was like nope I'm gonna go for a walk with this person and it was the best little hour that I spent that day it was just well needed you know and so you realize you don't have to be so invested you can just take a walk with a friend take a breeze you know enjoy their presence and keep going mm-hmm. so yeah i think uh here's to good friends in 2021 <laughs> yeah here's to friendship yeah. and relationships in 2021 yeah we all hope that everyone will have a good time in 2021 mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll have a better time than 2020 thank you for listening to this episode from a to z we'll see you next time bye hi this is Zhao chiming for your word of the day <laughs> i'm having a same problem hi this is Zhao chiming in for your word of the day <laughs> today's word is authenticity Today's word is authenticity, noun from the Oxford Advanced American Dictionary, defined as the quality of being genuine or true. This resonates with us because we talked about how we want it to be genuine and how we connect with people and how we treat our relationships. We hope that this can resonate with you as well so that you can build genuine and true connections with the people around you. See you in the next one. Bye.